0: This is Hers and Hers and His, a Threes Company podcast. I'm Tucker, I'm Mattio, and I'm Jinx.
1: Say that people that have, um, uh, like they're 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 um, overthinkers, mm-hmm. get stimulated by coffee, and it has a reverse effect where it actually calms them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes me go to. I
2: always have to have two cups because the first cup makes me sleepy.
1: Yeah,
0: second cup second starts work. Kicks
2: right up.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's because we're ADD. Yeah. <laughs> oh man
2: Ah, what a life
0: well happy new year everybody happy
2: new year happy new year woo it's been a it's been a little bit it's been a minute we had to take a break for a minute because we have lives you know we're married we're married it's true
1: (laughs) I don't know if people know this I'm gay (laughs) yeah that means he's I'm laughing no reason needed some time (laughs)
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um i got i got something what here. i got something oh. Out today and, oh is this wait is this new business this is new business okay um i have been searching for I don't know, a couple years now yeah for this out of print book come and knock on our door a hers and hers and <laughs> his guide to three's company by chris May. <gasps> It's been out of print, wow. so it's been like it's always been like sixty to one hundred fifty, two hundred dollars, whatever people asking for what? on Amazon or eBay. Mm-hmm. And I found one Jeez. for like thirty dollars. And um, wow. I did this about a year ago, and it didn't show up, and I had to get a refund. And I took another chance and tried another copy, and I got one. So I just got it today. I'm very excited. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have tidbits. It's coveted, like it's a coveted. Yeah, it's Accommoded Tome.
1: This is fantastic. Now, did you get the name of our podcast from that book? Well, no, yeah. I got it from the theme song. From the theme song. Right, but that, that book's... That's where they got it. Yeah, it says a hers and hers and his guide. People are going to think we wrote it. <laughs> I
0: think I think he's referencing our podcast.
2: Yeah. It, we're probably
0: here. He or she. Sorry, I don't know. The author could be... We're probably in there.
2: Here in the front.
0: Oh, Chris. Yeah,
1: it's Chris. And Chris is a sort of ambiguous name.
0: Yeah, they find out what really us. happened, both
2: behind and in front of the cameras. Because I'm going to
0: get down to the bottom. It's the it. No Hold Bars
2: complete story. No hold of the bars. One, no holds barred. Yeah, there you go. Complete story <laughs> of the number one hit '70s sitcom. <laughs> How exciting! I like reading. That's
0: right. <laughs> I'm going to do a side podcast where I do a, just a basically a book on tape of this. You
1: keep you keep threatening these side podcasts.
0: I never yeah, do them. Well, there's you no time. I
1: feel I feel very left out.
0: They're idle threats. Well, I mean, this was just <laughs> going to be me reading a book. But I didn't know you wanted to wanted to partake in that. Right. You know, for people that can't get their hands on it and need all the details,
1: yeah, you've that's got what it. I'll do. Well, I'm, I'm excited. Just... I, I can't wait yeah. to know what little t- behind the scenes tidbits come out of this book. Yeah,
0: yeah I was just... especially
1: <laughs> no holds barred tidbits.
0: Yeah, no holds barred. What does that even mean? It means that uh, you know, there's no um, holds barred. Holds barred. Yeah, like, but you what can is use it? any holds. It's no limits, no you mean, laws. Like
1: wrestling holds. Yeah. Oh, is it a is it a wrestling term? I assume so okay.
0: because there was that Hulk Hogan movie, No Holds Barred. Oh, cuz remember that No. in the eighties? Oh no, oh, no, Hogan God, that sounds terrible. Hulk oh man, Hogan. it's so terrible. I love it. Oh, that's a great movie.
2: What a man! What a man! Hmm. Um, um, guys, yeah. so that's not what
0: we're here to we're talk, not here about. talk about.
2: No
1: that's Hulk not Bard. what we're here to talk about. You're correct. We're
0: not here to talk about Hulk Hogan. <laughs> nope. Just drop it already. Yes. Yeah, so just lay off. Lay off. No one wants to hear about We're
2: here to talk about Hulkamania. Season 3, Episode 21, The Three's Company. Jack moves out. Oh. Jack
1: moves out. What a weird Jack's episode.
2: Moving. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I'm just going to say from the top, because Tucker mentioned it last week, that this is an episode especially noteworthy. For its insane amount of paddykins,
3: and of then mass. when a,
1: when you actually learn about the paddykins, you're you're even so shocked because <laughs> there's some crazy paddykins this week. There's gonna be a, <laughs> yeah,
0: there's gonna be a lot to get to.
1: Lot to um, get a lot to. Of yeah,
0: um, we did recap last week what your prediction was because we had our surprise ropers, uh, right? So, um, but. We'll, we'll revisit this again. So yeah, Jack cool. moves out. You you predicted that he was <laughs> tired of pulling off the gay thing. Jack was. And the girls plan a secret surprise party to show him how much they appreciate him. And he stays.
1: That's a great episode. Hey, man. Yeah. I, I love it. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's beautiful. It might still Because, of course, he's going to overhear them planning the party and think that they're like – you know, mm-hmm. talking about the new guy that he's going to get, uh, that they're going to yeah, get in there. Yeah, they're
2: leaving him out.
0: Yeah,
1: he's going to love cool. it. He's going to love the
0: apartment it's, when he sees it. Like, almost feels like it was an episode. Like it was an episode. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it will be. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe. Um,
2: it's kind of like when What's Your Face came back.
0: Who? Who's that? You know, the old who's roommate. Oh right. Bernadette? Yeah, that's right. It was like when she came back. No. Uh, you know, the, the girl that, he, that Jack took her place when she moved out.
1: Yeah, what was her name? Oh,
0: was,
1: um, uh, um, Eleanor? Yeah, Eleanor. 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 Eleanor! Oh, that's yeah. so great. Good for you, Tucker. <laughs> good.
0: Thanks, thanks. Job. Oh, I feel so great that I remembered something. I know. Oh. Okay. Shall we get into this? Yeah, let's do it. we
2: got
0: all these Let's do this. Okay, we start at the Regal Beagle. We start at the Regal Beagle with Larry. and our first kids. <laughs> a young lady. Now, does Pluto TV have this scene? Yes. Okay. It does. Good.
1: But okay, good. Huh? but this lady is not actually credited in the episode.
0: Really? This isn't Frances? She comes back later in the episode.
1: That's Frances? Yeah. Oh, I guess you're right. Oh my gosh. You know what? Because they have a picture of her on IMDb that's very current and she looks nothing like, (laughs) like how she did in those days. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I'm ready. All right. Okay. So this is an actress by the name of, ironically, Janet Wood. Janet Wood. <laughs> That's so never, crazy. I read that a couple of times because I was like, no, her name is Janet Wood. They didn't screw yeah. that up. Yeah. Um, she is known for a movie in 2018 called Mississippi Requiem. Um, oh. but she was also in The Young and the Restless starting in, in 1973 and was also in The Wonder Years uh, back oh. uh, starting in 1988. Now, uh, oh. she's kind of uh, still Is she a doing it. The Years? Huh. Or was uh, it just like a
3: one-off?
1: Just one episode. Oh, just okay. one oh. episode. But uh, she gets her start way back in 1969 on Marcus Welby, MD. Mm. And then goes oh, on to just do a ton Welby. of –
3: Marcus
1: Welby. <laughs> she goes on to do a lot of television. Uh, Days of Our Lives, Young of the Restless, Eight is Enough, uh, and of course the actor from Eight is Enough uh, just passed away this week, the little kid. That oh, that's right. Kid. He was he was so young, only like 53 years old.
0: Yeah, I saw that. Um, I saw a,
1: uh, saw Feldman. Yeah, she was on the TV show Charmed. Fame, uh, The Wonder Years, as we mentioned, Melrose Place, Charmed, Six Under, Who She On Charmed? <laughs> Girl Meets Braves. <laughs> Mrs. Milton in she one episode. Needs to know
0: who she played on Charmed.
1: Mrs. Milton. Mrs. Milton. Okay, and it's crazy, right? Because like, here is just yet another actor who works like for decades and decades has been in our living rooms the whole time and. We we may not actually know her because of you know just how her looks change over the years, but uh, certainly somebody that has who's been doing it for a long time, and she's also known even for doing a little bit of stunt work. So Ooh, uh, yeah, very interesting, interesting lady, Janet she's, Wood, uh, Larry's girlfriend. <laughs> she's been a
0: she's been a constant in our lives. She has been. We gotta find now. Did like, we gotta see who she was? Who was she in Charmed? Jinx loves Charmed. Francis Milton. She played Francis Milton mm-hmm. in Charmed. Charmed mm-hmm. in just an episode. I think
2: that was like a, a like Salem
0: witch trials episode. Ah. Uh, okay, so Larry and Francis, Francis, mm-hmm. yes, are mm-hmm. on a date at the Regal Beagle, and he's talking about what a cut up his friend Jack. And, oh, so
2: funny. If you
0: think Larry's funny, yeah, she thinks Larry's this
2: guy, he says.
0: And she talks about mm-hmm. how uh laughing or being you know, someone making her laugh a real real turn on to her.
2: Oh, it's is she if what is it? If she starts laughing she oh. just loses all her defenses. She can't right? help herself
0: or something. What was it? Um no, I didn't write it down. But anyway, Larry's like well, wait till Jack gets here, which I'm like, kind of like, well, don't you, don't you want to be laughing at you? Yeah. Seems like it yeah, would be Yeah, why would you want your date to laugh you know? at your best friend? He's like, oh, I provided my funny friend to make you laugh. I made you laugh. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how it works. No. Luckily, Jack comes in to the Regal Beagle. I believe
2: they call that
0: Chuckle Fucker.
1: Chuckle fucker? You know, it's somebody who dates somebody that makes them laugh. Or comics, they date comics. Oh,
0: people that date comics are called
1: Mm
3: chuckle (laughs) fuckers. Okay, um it's Uh, it's
1: not nice. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to say as a comic, we love these people. I love these people.
0: (laughs) Oh sure, sure. Love them. Jack, okay, so Jack comes in the worst day of his whole life.
2: Oh, he's so upset.
0: And he's not being funny at all. And he thought he's going to flunk out of cooking school. Yeah. That's how he starts off his day. Anyway, things are pretty lousy. Things just couldn't get worse. Um, He's kind of ruining the movie yeah Francis fails yeah Francis excuses herself because he's
2: such a downer
0: yeah what a bummer Ooh. so then uh this and is, sorry
1: it's not a, uh-huh. it's not a spoiler to say that Francis doesn't come back and I was really trying to figure out she like why she was does she there s- in she the, does come back she does come back
2: when at the end yeah, when Jack um, well, it's when Jack wants to stay the night with Larry. That's right. But Larry's
1: like no this, must, way have gotten, oh, maybe this must have gotten Oh This must have gotten cut out that. of Pluto. Oh there it is. There it is. I was trying to figure out where the cut was and there it is. Oh,
0: we'll get to <laughs> okay, it then. We'll get to it. Uh, so
1: then okay.
0: as Jack's given his sob story, then Larry's boss's wife. Mrs. Layton. Mrs. Layton enters the picture. Um, and well, well, you can tell
1: us about Mrs. Layton. Yeah. It's Mrs. Layton. Mrs. Pattican's Layton two. is. Patty number two of the week. Mrs. Layton is played by Cynthia Harris. Um, who is most famed for her roles in LA law. Oh,
2: La La. And mad about you.
1: La <laughs> La. And mad about you. Um, and she was on Broadway in 1963. Um, and she is a founding member of, and co-artistic director of the Actors Company Theater and she in 1978 got a BAFTA nomination for her performance as Wallace Simpson and Edward and Mrs Simpson she's a pretty celebrated actress and she gets her start now sorry i should say um she was born in 1934 and passed away uh, just last a couple years ago in 2021 oh. hmm. and yeah and she worked um all the way up until 2013, um, but then also did some episodes of the relaunch of Mad About You in 2019. Uh, so she worked all the way up until uh, nearly the end of her life, and uh, that's and a, that's quite a story. Mad About You in
2: 2019.
1: Yes, Mad oh. About You came back for a few episodes. Oh. Um, she gets her start in 1968. Uh, she goes on to be in All My Children, The Bob Newhart Show, Kojak, uh, of course, Three's Company, Heart to Heart, Knot's Landing, Benson, Quincy M.E. Gosh, so many Quincy shows. Dun, L.A. Law, of dun, course. Dun, 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 dun. She was in Three Men and a Baby. She and appeared I mean, in Kate and a- Alley, Murder She Wrote, Law and Order, and La Law. Oh, that's a double dipper. I don't know if you're even supposed to be in those. I love oh, Kate
2: and Alley. I thought that was a great
1: set. And even makes an appearance on Grand Theft Auto Five as a voice actor. Oh. oh. Yeah, so... Uh, she was in Mannequin yeah. 2 on the move. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't say everything that they're in on these things. Oh, I mean, yeah. Make sure there's no
2: important omissions. Well, like okay, so that's Mrs. Layton who has stopped by the table. That's right. To... Mm-hmm. Try to get Jack to reconsider her offer. Jack, they want Jack
0: to come cook for her (laughs) her husband. And live like a live in cook situation. Yeah, have his own apartment Mm -hmm. there basically. Uh, Yes. And he's, he's, and Larry's like, well, what are you doing? Yeah, why not? Go do this. And uh, he's like, no, I like the arrangement I have now. He likes his roommates.
1: Yeah. 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 Blah, blah, blah. This is where he makes the, he, he yeah. likes the, 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 how the apartment's furnished. And I was yeah. like, yeah, what are you talking about? And of course, Larry saves it by saying, uh, you know, what about Jen? What about Janet and Chrissy? And he goes, yeah, oh, that's what I meant. Well furnished or something like yeah. that. Right?
3: Beautifully
0: yeah. furnished. Uh,
1: um,
0: yeah, that was awful. Um, So anyway, that's the setup. Jack's had a shitty day. Mm -hmm. He has this offer to cook and live somewhere else. Mm -hmm. But he likes where he's living with the girls. I'm going back to the apartment. Okay. Now, back at uh, apartment 201. Yeah. Ding dong. We start with a ding dong. Chrissy's coming (laughs) out. Huh? It's always ding dong chaos. It is. And Chrissy's going to the door, but Janet's asking her what's going on. Chrissy's like, I'm trying to get the door. And she's like, Why don't you get the door? And there's a whole bit for no reason.
3: Yeah. And
0: um, she opens it up, and there is a man standing there selling burglar alarms. And this is Paddockins number three <laughs> Alvin.
1: Murrell. Gee whiz. Lord. And that, uh, yes, the character named Alvin Morel, played by actor Paul Kent, who was born in uh, 1930 in Brooklyn, New York, best known for Nightmare on Elm Street 3 and wow. uh, Star Trek two: The Wrath of Khan. Yeah. And he was also in the West Wing, the West Wing in 1999. He passed away uh, in 2011 at the age of 80. But his last credit on IMDb actually shows up as 2013, which was – released posthumously. So he also worked all the way up until the end of his life. He he gets his start uh all the way back in 1956 on a show called Diane on television and then goes on to be in um uh, My Three Sons in nineteen sixty three, Mission Impossible in nineteen sixty six, The Man from Uncle, Hawaii 50, Bonanza, Mod Squad. Um, and and that's so interesting, right? Because these are different. These are different kinds of credits. Those shows, like it's almost like the world of those shows uses these actors to be on those shows. Does that make sense? He's uh, in the FBI, the Six Million Dollar Man, the Invisible Man, uh, Kojak, Starsky and Hutch. Uh, then he gets to be on Three's Company, The Dukes of Hazard, Lou Grant, which of course is the spinoff of Mary Tyler Moore. He's on Different Strokes, T.J. Hooker, uh, Falcons Crest, <laughs> The Young and the Restless. He's on Night Court in 1990, which is going to be relevant later. Uh, Doogie Hauser, He's on the show Coach uh, with uh, with Craig T. Nelson, Fraser. And uh, he's on the West Wing, of course, then E.R. And he's even on a, uh, an episode of Joey uh, with Matt LeBlanc in 2005. He's and then, of course, on an episode of
2: Joey. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> uh... I mean, Paul can. This is, a, this is again, these are actors this week uh... who have just been in our living rooms, mm-hmm. in our television sets for decades, yeah, part of the American cultural tapestry and we just don't know them. No. But here they are. It's,
0: great. it's crazy. It's so fascinating. Yeah. There's, this whole, uh, there's this whole subculture of actors, just working television actors.
2: Yeah. It's, just, it's a living. They're it's just amazing. Auditioning and performing, auditioning, yeah. and performing, auditioning. You know, they're just doing that
0: constantly. Yeah. So, uh, he comes in, he's trying to yeah. sell him a burglar alarm. It's so stupid, it's, really. It is it's, stupid. It's nonsense. nonsense. Uh, and then um, Jack comes in all pissy. Yeah, they just finally start to listen
2: to this guy. Yeah. Because before they were just being stupid. Like,
0: literally, just Chrissy being stupid. And Jack's just like, get out of here, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh he kind of snaps at him and angrily like you know, has him like kicks him out basically. And then uh he sits down and he starts on the couch and starts like angrily reading.
1: Okay, this totally is this is so this is where the episode really starts to go south for me all of a sudden yeah. because
3: mm-hmm. And
1: I and I had to watch this a couple of times because I I wasn't sure if I missed something, but This bad mood that Jack is in, which to me is very against his character, Mm -hmm. uh, is the thing that ends up making him decide to move out. But, like, as you're watching the scene, as we're going to go through it, at no point do do the girls do anything to really get under his skin.
0: No, it's completely unprovoked. No, he's just – It isn't even the mood he's coming from the regal beagle with. No, he just gets all pissed off. Yeah. He just starts acting like a dick. For no reason, except to advance this idiot plot. Yeah. Okay. And, and I
2: say, you know, like Alicia and I have learned, comedy duo partner Alicia and I have learned that we can't be at odds with each other. on the the stage no like no that's not funny it's never going to be funny it's going to be awkward it's going to be uncomfortable it's not not funny and that's exactly what's happening here yeah
1: you can get into a conflict with a comedic partner if there's no stakes attached to it like like Freaking out over like the last cookie is funny. Yes. Right. Getting so mad that you threaten to move out Not is funny. opera. Yeah. yeah. Like, yes. let's calm down. It's That's just, what? So it's, it's so crazy that we know that I don't know. I. Uh, it makes me crazy when like we're smarter than the show. Yeah. But the only thing that makes me crazier than that is when the show's smarter than me. <laughs> <laughs> I it's hate really that it. more than anything.
0: Um, <laughs> and Janet and Chrissy are like, you know, trying to talk to him. He's snapping at them. And then they have this, like, one of their contrived nonsense fights. What where about Janet, Janet and Janet. And yeah, Janet's nylons hang which
1: was a really low blow. And I'm sorry, this is season. We're on season three, right? So they've been living together for quite a while, yeah. and now all of a sudden, like the girls like being just having their stuff up in the bathroom is what upsets him. I'm right. like, I this and
2: is Janet stupid. This was the worst
1: the
0: toilet seat
2: up like that.
0: Yeah. The, uh, okay. This is in my notes. It's a uh, it has the contrived fight here. And then it says he moves out. And then it
1: says dumb. <laughs> Those are
0: my notes.
1: It it's so bad. If if the girls had gotten into it with him, let's say that he came home and they're like, "Oh, Jack, uh, you can't be here tonight. We're, I'm having a boyfriend over." And Chrissy's like, mm-hmm. uh, "That's right. We forgot. To, I forgot to tell you. Sorry." And then. You know, they're like, "Who wants the rest of Jack's food from last night?" She's like, Ew, "It was gross. Throw it out in the garbage." Um, you know, and then, you know, they they want to store something in his room, and he walks in there, and it's already in there, and he's. And on top of having a bad day, then I can see, like, that he's mad at them for reasons that, like, are comedic and stupid, but we get that he's having the worst day of his life. Give him more incentive
0: to reconsider the job. Yeah. Other than I'm I'm inexplicably mad at everybody. Anyway...
1: And then, or, you know, for instance, sorry, and then double down on like when when, when they're at the Regal Beagle, Beagle and Jack is about to leave, he can look into his wallet and be like, oh, I lost 20 bucks. I can't pay for this drink. And Larry's like, I've got it. You know, like give him like a really bad day. But right now everything yeah, was just everything was fine. This whole conflict just comes out of what he's telling us and we're not seeing it. Yeah. They're not they're not showing us you know, in tangible, in a tangible way, like what's really wrong with Jack that would motivate him being like, I'm out of here. Yeah.
2: Which is exactly what happens. It culminates with Jack storming out and saying he'll send for his things, which I, <laughs> I love when people say they'll send for their things, because imagine if you will, the moment when someone goes to get their things and they're like, Hi. <laughs> I'm here for Jack's
1: things. Yeah. You know? Like, it's Story. just such a
2: weird thing. And what vomit. are you supposed
1: to... And what do you do? Like, do you pack them all up for right. this, person? Does this person? Or this person pack them up?
0: You know? Right. Like, what's
1: the... I don't want anybody going through my stuff. Like, I'm good. I'll pack my undies. He just has <laughs> yeah, a vandal stick. Vandal stick. No by no. undies, of course. I mean my lube. <laughs> <laughs> of
0: course. Ugh.
1: I don't want anybody touching it. Get away.
0: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But yeah, he's, uh, he's like, I'm out of here, and he leaves. Yeah. And then they're like, out. does that mean he's not gonna cook dinner? Uh-huh. And we uh-huh. go to commercial. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, God. This this episode is going on so hard and fast, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, Padigans, 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 commercial. Like, it's just fucking...
1: Yeah. Whew. We're barreling through. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a weird episode so far, and, uh... Definitely missing the ropers. Like, now you're like, oh, I get what the ropers did. Yeah, uh-huh. I see what they
0: were for. Trying to replace yeah. them with the this... Paddockins. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Parade of Paddockins is not working for me. And I can't yeah. wait to see the next episode. I wonder if there's going to be even more. <laughs> <laughs> <Right. clears throat>
0: um, so, oh, do you have any commercial business you want to take care of? Anything you want to talk about?
1: Commercials. Oh, yeah, commercials. That's. That's Jinx's. Department. Oh, it
2: is. That's my department. I didn't realize that. I thought that was everybody.
1: This is hilarious. This this started out as as your segment. Oh, did <laughs> it? But what's so funny? I think it did. I have to go back. I have to go back. But I've always felt like it was Jinx's segment. Oh. But and then she's never prepared for it. So I always um, used to bring something.
2: Yeah, <laughs> no, I I never thought it was my segment. I never have prepared
1: for it. No. Uh oh. No, you never have. No.
3: (laughs) Certainly not.
1: No, I should have really. I did not clue into that. I was like, "Wow, Jinx just." (laughs) But now, now, now to hear that you don't even regard it as your thing. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. (laughs) This is how averse to conflict I am. I have not mentioned it in five months, (laughs) six (laughs) months. whatever, whatever. Uh, it's fine it's fine it's fine just so you know it's i do loud. feel like i can tell you anything oh, except good. that
2: except, <laughs> except this thing about them
1: uh, yeah i talk to jinx nearly every day listeners uh yeah. we're just we're just good buddies that way and uh, and yet i don't want you jinx yeah <laughs> i don't want you jinx to think that there isn't anything i wouldn't say <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh okay all right commercials um Anybody? Anybody see any good commercials lately?
0: I I watched a uh, a commercial that's a couple years old yeah. the other night because it was directed by Taika Waititi. How was it? But what? It was fine. It was a Super Bowl. He
1: directs commercials.
0: No, not typically, but he did this big like two minute Super Bowl commercial for uh, Coca Cola. Oh. What year was this? Um, well, it said it was Super Bowl. That doesn't make sense because it was like a Christmas commercial. It said it was 2020, I think.
1: <clears throat> oh, OK. Um, well, just in case listeners don't know who Taika Waititi mm-hmm. is, uh, he is a filmmaker from New Zealand mm-hmm. who is best known for his work uh, on, uh, for this mockumentary called What We Do in the Shadows mm-hmm. about, uh, about vampires living in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And then it became, of course, a TV show for effects. And he's also now got that show out, The Pirate Show. Um, uh, uh, what is it um, called? This
0: Flag Means Death,
1: I think. This Flag, this flag Means – Our Flag Means Death. But. Our Flag Means Death, which is fantastic and I highly recommend oh. to all the listeners. Please check out The Pirate Show, mm-hmm. Our Flag Means Death. It's wonderful. Show. It's such a surprise. And you got to get like three or four episodes in before you start to figure out what's going, what's really going on. It's great. I love He's it. Early. Oscar winner anyway, for this movie,
0: uh, Jojo Rabbit, and uh, director of the last two Thor movies, and um, but I highly recommend his uh, his movies, Boy, and Hunt for Wilder People. Yeah. are just mm. so wonderful and funny and sweet. Anyway, he's got a great sense of humor and I, I like his stuff so much so that I watched the Marvel movie. Um, now (laughs) his Coca-Cola ad. Yeah. It has a father who's leaving his house and his daughter, uh, runs out. He's going away on business. It looks like, and his daughter gives him a letter to give to Santa at the North Pole. And so He goes, And I think he's, if I'm not, if I'm remembering correctly, he's fishing on a boat on the ocean or something. There's an accident. He's, he capsized, whatever. He's, he sees the letter, he grabs it. And so now he's on this mission, this two minute mission through all these different landscapes trudging to get through to the, to the North Pole. Because he's going to get this letter. Wow. And there's it's all these beautiful shots, you know, of him on his travels. And he finally gets there and it says closed for Christmas. And this big Coca-Cola <laughs> semi-truck pulls up and gives the guy a lift home. He uh-huh. leaves the letter there. And he gives the guy a lift home and he gets out of the truck. And the driver reaches out and hands him back the letter. Mm-hmm. And he... Unfolds it and it says, Dear Santa, please bring my daddy home for Christmas. Oh. and Santa's driving the oh. truck. <laughs> and that's Come
3: that's on. a commercial
0: I watched recently. That's pretty good. There you go.
2: That's a pretty good one.
1: That's a that was epic. That was, it epic. was epic. Good it job, was Tucker. Huge. Good job. Thank you. That was one of our better yeah. commercial breaks ever. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> it
0: was exhausting. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um Matthew, did you Now that's opera. Did you
2: hear about um the the strange sea creature in North Carolina?
3: Mm. What? Yeah.
2: yeah, there's a strange sea creature spotted off the coast of North Carolina. On video. On video. So look it up.
3: Whoa, and they're
2: theorizing that it's this or that or whatever, but it looks like a big old sea serpent. It
1: does, so I can, it's not one of those water snakes because no, that's what it's real big. Loch, that's what the Loch Ness monster turned out to be. Yeah,
2: no, this is really big.
1: People taking pictures of water snakes and then saying it was like the size of you know a VW or something, but. It, yeah. Anyway, uh wait. That that's weird. You know what's weird? Have you ever seen those pictures of those things that they find like on the beach? Like these weird like drowned animals yeah. and they look like gargoyles and stuff. Yeah. Like
3: yeah.
1: Is all of this real like what's know. going on? Like I feel like like are we like in a Stranger Things episode? That's what's starting to happen, that's why everything's going crappy. <laughs> I don't
0: know, maybe. I oh, don't know. I feel like half of it's like <laughs> I'm ready for married. magic. and. Uh,
1: not real like uh like after the last few years we had like if a demon popped out into the sky i'd be like oh yeah we all should have seen yeah, that coming yeah,
3: like we felt it we felt this it. this is Are just all
0: sure? part of, of like this is why like now that we're gonna have like a department of ufos yeah. uh in the government like it's just like um all this stuff's just been like softening us up so it's like all this stuff's gonna start being visible
1: and we gotta get them ready. Mm. Oh. Because, because the aliens have been here the whole time, and the big reveal is half of us are aliens. Oh, that's the big reveal? It would make a lot yeah, of and sense. And like, it's gonna be like, what if it it's gonna, gonna be every other half?
3: Oh,
2: no
1: there's there's no way where we're the morons they're studying and then it's gonna like we actually don't even interact with the aliens well, hold on a second they on. can tell who we are but we can't tell who they are it's, it's, it's crazy half of us
0: i feel yeah. like there's definitely a half of us that i'm not and yeah. I have a hard time believing <laughs> that they're studying me because <laughs> <laughs> i don't think they know how to study anything
1: so <laughs> If it's half
0: of us. I love it. I love it when the podcast aliens.
1: gets political. <laughs> <That's what I'm laughs> we doing. promised we would never do this. We're the aliens. Huh? <laughs> I mean, in
0: that equation, we're definitely the aliens. That's what I'm saying.
1: Mm. Okay, maybe that'll be revealed to yeah. us, and that'll make a lot of sense. I'll be like, "Well, I'm glad that we can get out of here because mm-hmm. this shit's gonna blow up."
0: That's gonna be the, the shamalama ding dong <laughs> of it all. Mm. Oh, we landing. Landing down, he was dead the whole time. We're the, we're the aliens the whole time. <laughs> All
1: right. I, you know what? I will see you on the spaceship, guys. I know for yeah. sure. And I'm so excited to go wherever we came from. Go back to oh, wherever we came can't from. Wait.
2: My dad, who was like uber serious, but like, I mean, he was a funny guy, but he was very dry. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of a like very serious, dry, funny But he genuinely believed, I think. I think he genuinely believed that Jesus was an alien. Hmm. Like he joked about it. And he like dipped his toes in the water of talking about (laughs) it. But yet he never really like, you know, I don't know. I think he really believed it.
1: (laughs) That's that. And you know, that's so heavy. That's so heavy that somebody could walk around with something like that their whole life. (laughs) Is I thought this, was, this is a moment. <laughs> this is a moment.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Read a whole song about it. Okay. All right. <clears throat> back to the show. <laughs> to the show. <laughs> okay. So we're back in the uh, apartment. Chrissy uh, enters. Janet. Um, Janet's, Janet's cooking. Janet comes out with her apron over her boobs again.
2: She's always wearing her apron under her armpits. Yeah. It's so weird.
0: It's crazy. And, um, uh, she's
2: been cooking something, but it's all burnt and weird.
0: Oh, yeah. And Chrissy's been out walking and thinking. Yeah. But she only made it to, like, the bottom of the stairs, right? Because yeah, thinking because, is exhausting. thinking is exhausting. Yeah. Oh, God. And, uh... And they
2: wonder where Jack
0: is. Yeah, and they're going to miss him.
2: Yeah.
0: She's been thinking about it for weeks, but it's only been a couple hours. Yeah, it's just been a few hours. Um, so that's, that's That's all we get about that. It's like, oh, they're not, what are we going to do without Jack, without Jack, without Jack? Jack." Let's go over to the Laytons. Yeah. Now, Jack has taken the job, and so we find that he is serving dinner (sighs) with two, Mrs. Layton, who we've already uh, met, and Mr. Layton, who you'll tell us about in a moment, and... And I really want us to dig into why he's eating with them. But what let's hear he about Mr.
3: Layton first.
1: <laughs> there <laughs> are I'm so many eating. issues here. There are so many issues. Yeah,
2: okay. I'll, I'll, I've got my own issues with this, but I'll get into it when you're done with Mr. Layton. Tell
0: us right. right. about Paddockins uh, number four? four? Four.
1: Yes, yes. Paddockins number five. four. I am exhausted. Well, we've already met Mrs. Layton. Oh, right. Mr. Layton is played by Jordan Carney, who was born in 1937 in New York City. And uh, even though he's not acting anymore, he's he is still alive. He's known uh, for Ghostbusters, the movie Network, mm-hmm. and uh, for a role in Hill Street Blues. Um, but uh, he actually gets his start way, way back in 1965. And then he's in a bunch of television, uh, including uh, The Hospital by Alfred Hitchcock, The uh, Guiding Light, Another World, One Life to Live. He is in Dallas in three episodes of Dallas. Um,
2: Interesting.
1: Yeah, he plays a cop. Uh, the Waltons. He's in an episode of The Ropers. Um, oh, wow. Lou Grant, Benson, Private Benjamin. <clears throat> Oh yeah! Do you remember Human Private Benjamin? He played um, yeah the grumpy captain. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Heart to Heart, General Hospital, uh, Three's Company, ER. Oh my gosh! TJ Hooker, Hunter, uh, Our, Our House. House, Rags to Riches. Oh my gosh! Such a weird, crazy little show I used to watch and love. Dynasty, Night Court. Oh my gosh! This is he's Here. gonna come up. Oh, Night Court. Yeah, that's again relevant to our next Paddock well, yeah. again All My Children, LA Law, Chicago Hope, Baywatch, Touched by an Angel, Law and Order. Oh my gosh. And then it um, stops in 2007, and that's when he's kind of done uh, acting altogether. But again, another heavyweight actor of the small screen who we've loved and lived with our whole lives. We just don't know that well. Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. So but- crazy.
0: The most important detail.
1: Oh, yes. Tucker, say this part. Sorry.
0: (laughs) Jordan Charney. Is that he will be returning
1: Mm -hmm.
0: as uh, Jack's boss, Mr. Angelino. Very prominent character in Three's
1: Company. Very prominent Three's Company character. So that was
0: interesting seeing him before Angelino. Right.
1: Mr. Angelino Um, will be in – sorry. He'll be in – Thirteen, it'll be in thirteen episodes over uh, three seasons. After season three,
0: all right. Yeah, okay. I knew he was around for a while. Yeah, I didn't know the, Yeah, yeah, that's cool. All right. So the Laytons, Uh Jack is serving, um, and and then sitting with them at the table. The three of them, just the
2: three of them. And now uh, my issue here is that. Jack just ran over there and yet they're having a dish that takes hours to prepare. Yeah. He's only been Problem
1: gone. number one.
2: Yes. Oh, okay, problem making, number
0: two. He's making coca van chicken with wine. Yeah. And yeah, okay, but the eating oh, with so- them, is this a first night thing? I don't know he lives there now. So yeah, but that seems
2: I mean,
1: just does it just all happen this fast? It's so cra- it's so crazy. It's so crazy. This whole thing is so crazy. Yeah. yeah. It seems really it awkward from the beginning sense. that No, it doesn't make any sense. This is like a younger couple. It's like I would believe it if they were like maybe way older. Yeah.
0: Maybe You're right.
1: It would make more yeah, but sense. I feel like
0: these people—if these people are hiring a chef, they don't want to eat with the chef. No, they just want to be served, and the chef go away. Right? I would, yes. I, mean, I would. Imagine. It's so awkward. I mean, except for you know, obviously, Mrs. Layton has other ideas, but still. It's
1: all I think weird. It was, yeah. it was just to do the footsie gag. They could have done this in the kitchen mm-hmm. while he's cooking and she's hitting on him and the husband keeps walking in on them. You know? Yeah. yeah,
0: Yeah, they could have done it in a way that made
1: sense. But
0: that would go against this whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> or the
1: brand of the show.
0: <laughs> this, might be, this might have been written by one of those dumb aliens. For <laughs> 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 oh, well. So they're, um, yeah, they're doing the ums and ums and ums, and it's getting out of hand with Mrs. Layton. And Jack, and she starts playing footsie with him, uh, and under the table, and then, uh, the ring, is. ring, and Mr. Layton excuses himself to answer the phone, mm-hmm. leaving Mrs. Layton to come on to Jack and, uh, Which she she does and then Mr. Layton comes back and says he's got to go to the lot for for an hour.
2: (laughs) Yeah. He's got to get down there. He's got to get
0: down to the lot. There's something he's got to do. Big car emergency. Yeah, there was a used car emergency apparently. It can't be Mm -hmm. handled without Mr. Layton. Fine. Um, And he says, oh, and because she was uh, during the footsie episode jack laughed i think is he tickled or was it i don't remember but anyway it came up that he was telling making her laugh or something there's a joke and so he's like tell her a joke jack is what he says when he and jack says okay and she he leaves and she goes and he says there are these two Irishmen.
1: <laughs> oh right, right. Yes. Which I thought was
0: pretty funny. Yeah. In the midst of all the lame, and then uh, she chases him around the room.
1: The the physical comedy here. Let's just we didn't really talk about the footsie thing. Uh, yeah. That was bonkers. That was insane. <laughs> yeah. Like it, Who does that? that's and that's the whole reason for the scene. It's the whole reason he's eating with them. It's the whole reason he's breaking all these protocols, like socially. And uh, it's just so weird. Oh God, for this gag. And you know what? If they didn't, if the audience didn't laugh so hard, uh, I'd be mad. Yeah. But they loved it. You know,
0: they're just happy to be anywhere.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs>
0: oh, that's hilarious! That's hilarious. So she chases him around, and then we we go. We find ourselves back at the uh, the regal beagle, right? Does Jack leave like in that scene, or do do we are we just left with them playing grab ass?
1: Yeah, and then it goes just to commercial. Draft.
0: Okay, so then we come back. It's the regal beagle, and Larry and Jack are there. And Larry tells Jack that oh, she comes on to everybody.
2: Yeah,
0: and uh, and he's like, well, I need a place to stay because I can't stay there. And I need, can I stay with you? And he says, uh, no, you can't stay with me, Jack. Not tonight. <laughs> and he's like, why not? And this is when uh, Francis comes back.
3: Yeah,
0: she shows up and. It's like, oh, okay, I see how it is. And so Jack resolves he's got to just uh, go back to Thank the apartment. You. And so then we're at uh, in the bedroom, in the girl's bedroom at the apartment. And – Oh, gosh,
1: this was this so – okay, here <laughs> – D- is oh, it but Jack's crazy? Oh, gonna stay and have a couple drinks first. We get that, so yeah. we know it's okay. Good. Yeah, that's at the that's at the Regal Beagle, Beagle. But then we go to the girls' room, and they're trying to go to sleep. They're going to bed, mm-hmm. and they're like kind of talking with one another. And then Janet does this crazy thing where she like kicks she kicks open her legs, spread eagle. Yes, yeah, and kicks her yes. blankets away and shows her Tonys. And and that's how she's sleeping, like yeah. like like oh. a like a like a teenage boy football player. I mean, I was it was so crazy. Yeah. It was really weird. <laughs> it was so weird. I. It, oh she's God. just being
0: comfortable.
2: I guess.
0: I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but she tells uh, Chrissy that she uh, booby trapped the window because um, there were. Because they're all paranoid about burglars and everything, and without Jack there, they, they needed some extra security since they didn't get the burglar alarm at all. And yeah. so then we see Jack sneaking in, in the uh, uh, main room, through a window, and we see the booby trap, which is a bunch of pots and pans tied to a string, um, and Jack, oh, of course, which immediately he starts getting intertwined with.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, first of all one foot over this,
0: spin move.
1: First of all, this 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 string of pots and pans was hilarious. It looked like right out of a cartoon. <laughs> they did a fantastic job <laughs> yeah. with it. Yeah. And I was <laughs> like, who has that many pots and pans? <laughs> 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 there was like four kitchens. Yeah. or...
0: Um, uh, give me a really unrealistic uh, expectations. For what I would have I home he, as an adult.
1: Right. Exactly. But I, I thought he did a good job with it, like walking around and doing his crazy, stupid jack mm-hmm. dance. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: the one bit of like kind of isolated physical comedy in the episode that's pretty good, I would say.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Um, and then there's oh, knock, 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 knock. This is exciting. Guys, the police are at the door. Oh, my God. And guess who the police are, is the policeman is. Matty, I'm so excited. Tell us about Patikins
1: number five. The of the Week is none other than TV legend, John Larroquette, who, of course, everybody remembers for his role as Dan Fielding on the show Night Court. Uh, but then he also goes on to be in a show called The Librarians in 2014. And uh, and and he's and he's worked a lot since Night Court. He's in a lot of different shows. Which, oh, which I guess yeah. we can talk about now. Uh, so, let's see. Uh, he does the
0: opening voiceover John... of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh,
1: he the does? Huh.
0: The original oh, in fact, Chainsaw
1: Massacre. Yeah. That is his first credit. Yeah. Uh, so he gets started in 1974 and then goes on to be in 1975 in an episode of Sanford and Son. Then he's on Kojak. He's on Three's Company, this episode here. He goes on to be on Fantasy Island, uh, a show called Heartbeat. Oh, the movie Stripes in 1981. Oh, yeah. He plays Captain Stillman. He's in an episode That's of cool. Mork and Mindy, Bear Essence, uh the 9 to 5 tv series he's in an episode of oh. Dallas Twilight Zone the movie uh Star Trek 3 The Search for Spock Meatballs 2 Remington Steel he's in the movie Blind Date with uh Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis. and then oh it is in JFK actually uh, the movie by Oliver Stone and then it's finally in oh sorry in 1984 he gets on Night Court He's on Night Court from 1984 to 1992, which is a, a long, long time. And now again. Uh, then he goes on to be yeah. The West Wing, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, again in 2003. I guess they re-recorded his entire life. Oh,
0: the remake. Uh, yeah.
1: He's in something called McBride, Arrested Development, uh, an episode of House, Batman, Boston Legal. Oh, my gosh. Um there's so many. Uh, Murphy yeah. Brown, the new reboot of Murphy Brown. Uh, and then the good fight uh, for... Uh, that's uh, CBS with Christine Varansky. Oh my gosh, such a good show. Uh, John Larroquette,
0: everybody. Marquette. To be seen again as
1: Dan Fielding
0: in the upcoming Night Court VV. Yeah. <clears throat> so, that's exciting. And... I just want to say that I think he's the highlight of this episode. I think oh, for sure. him, his performance, Like I'm like, oh, you can already see he's going to be a huge sitcom star. He's amazing. He, he,
3: he's and so you know funny.
1: why? He's so funny, but he's extremely likable. And he doesn't mm-hmm. play characters who are... Likeable. These are characters that you love to hate. And I can only yeah. imagine this is how deeply warm a man, uh, John Larroquette is.
0: <laughs> and seemingly very tall. Yeah. He looks Yo, very tall. He
1: looks really wow. tall. Um, and yeah,
0: he's just, he's his tall. reactions are really funny. Um, that's the parts that were really, cause his, you know, you get so many, uh, Performances from these actors misconstruing what people are saying. And, uh, you know, sometimes you get someone that's really good at it. And I think he's really good at it.
1: He is. Um, He really is. And I love his voice, that big booming voice.
0: Yeah. Jinx is going to fall asleep any minute, I can tell. She Mm. is so tired. I'm so tired. She flew all the way across the country yesterday. Uh, And then got back in the middle of the night and got up and went to work. And now she's just sitting here with her eyes closed talking about (laughs) three stars. great. Okay. um, (laughs) So John Leriquette comes in in a policeman's uniform. And Jack apologizes. And the girls come out. And this is where, you know, they just kind of start having a conversation about what's going on. You know, yeah. different vague things that, and John Lurk has like reacting to all this uh, because it all, you know, to someone that doesn't know the situation, yeah, thinks what everybody thinks
1: um, of this. Exactly. Oh my gosh. This situation for guys in the 70s is just mind blowing. Mm-hmm.
0: It's like the craziest, greatest thing that could ever happen to you.
3: Do <laughs> I mean, good.
0: Girls-
1: to... And I wish I knew more about like what was really going on in the culture at that time because like it doesn't I don't, I don't know I mean unless this was really a thing maybe it was I mean,
0: yeah it was a well, we're pretty uh, puritanical people <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um see so yeah and then you know they they basically. Make up and hug, and John Larroquette leaves, and that's it. It's a tag scene. <laughs> I think there was, I was right to say it. It's a
2: tag scene. scene, but I don't care because John cat has gone.
0: I mean, yeah, exactly.
1: And the tag—you just is do want to. You want to see him more. You want to get to know him better. Yeah, like he's mm-hmm. just so. Uh, what do you call that? It's just magnetic. Charismatic. Know? Yeah. Charismatic. Yeah. He's got it. And he's still so many years it. away. He's
2: got it. John Larroquette. I can't wait to
0: see what he does.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I actually really liked Night Court. It was uh, such a great show.
0: I did too. And I, I liked all those characters. So when I saw this reboot thing happening, I was like, well, is it just John Larket's the only returning person? But this made me kind of like, well, I'll show up for John Larket and see what's happening. Yeah, so Heck yeah. I, I will see you. Um, so, yeah, yeah, the tag scene, uh, the girls are in their bedroom and they're like, do you think that Jack really came back just because the lady was mad about something? Well, what was it? I can't remember because what Mrs. he said.
2: Layton, do you think that he really came back because Mrs. Layton hit on him? Oh, hit on
0: him. Uh, uh, yeah, and they're like, well, let's go ask him so even the tag scene is just like so stupidly contrived. They get out, they go to Jack's bedroom, knock on the door, and they're like, Hey, is that really why you said they, or why left? And he says, Oh, it was much worse than all that. They're like, really? What was it? And he said, She hung her pantyhose on the shower. Uh, and then oh like, oh, he goes back to his room. Singer. So
3: Uh, (laughs) Lane, guys, terrible
0: ending. Chandler Cat was great. The rest of it was was really bad. I was, yeah. Well, the other Patekins
3: were
1: uh, fine. Great. Yeah, they were fine. Fine. I have no Patekins
0: problems except that we're relying on Patekins where there's no.
1: It was just, yeah, it was just not a great episode. Nice. Uh, I'm going to have to give this a, one of my all-time low scores, I, unfortunately. I'm going to give this, like, 1.96 Domino Boos. Wow, 1.96 uh, uh, out of 5 huh? uh,
0: Jinx. And your four uh, scale, your four dominant
2: Boos. I'm going to get Just one and a
0: half.
2: One point stars.
1: One and one half stars. One and
2: one
0: half stars.
3: Um, Wow, that is bad.
2: And Um, that is only because of John Larquette.
0: Yeah, I'm giving it two out of five. And it's all for John Larquette. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, get out your balls. <laughs> <laughs> do this. Is that just what we're doing now. We guys. still need, we need to have theme music for this. Oh, yeah, you're right, we do. We need, to, we need to work on our segments, guys. We need to we, get we a commercial things do. down. Right. We need to we really get should. real we, about like the Madame Matilda thing.
1: I gotta get a sound maker machine. That's what I gotta get. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to this. we'll get this straightened out you know what next week is the season finale and uh, maybe when we return for season 4 we'll have some of this stuff worked out yeah get some
1: of these oh yeah and that's we a good that idea a,
0: we can make that a goal that we won't yeah. reach in two weeks okay <laughs> <laughs> Next week's season finale is called Triangle Troubles.
1: Oh, interesting. <laughs> okay. I have like immediately like ten things come to mind, but I'm sure that's not how they mean triangle. Uh, I'm going to assume that it means like a like a dinner triangle. Like come and get it. Like <laughs> for dinner, oh,
0: like, like for dinner, of, really? the kind you ride, the kind, like, of the like when you're on a wagon train. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the kind it's
2: like, <laughs>
1: yeah. So Jack's got to cook a dinner, okay. a real fancy dinner, and uh, it's it's barbecue, and it's not his specialty, uh, but it's it's for this job he's trying to get. And, uh... He, he has to learn how to make barbecue. <laughs> I, I really thought that was going somewhere. Um, I seemed so excited in the beginning. <laughs> okay.
0: Oh. Interesting. So he I don't how to barbecue?
3: Right? At, I don't know how they mean I
0: triangle! I don't know how they mean triangle! <laughs> don't you think... <laughs> I mean, it's kind of mean like love triangle, right? I mean, I would think
1: what triangle, like, like a, a love, love triangle.
0: triangle. Don't you think? Oh, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> but I like this angle. I like that Jack has to learn how I to. The you do part go
1: on the, it. Okay. Yeah, he's French trained. He doesn't know. You know, I'll admit I had one of them. I had one too many gummies before we started the show, and they really <laughs> kicked in. So, <laughs> I think
0: we stick with this. I think this is the prediction. Yeah.
1: Oh boy,
0: you want to add to it? Well, anything for the girls.
1: I feel like the girls like want to help Jack uh, achieve the, the barbecue. <laughs>
0: It's all barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> you okay. know what? I just can't. I just. I say, you know
1: why? Because the she. I'll tell you why. Because the show isn't the show anymore without the ropers. It's true. So, I'm not sure what the kids are trying to do at the moment. You know, it was so far. It's been all about like making sure the ropers are fine. Yeah. You know, and and trying to live, but but still trying to live their life. Do you have
0: Do you have any wild? Uh, Paddockin's predictions, like, um, oh, uh, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Valerie Bertinelli shows up. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Ladies <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> hey, gentlemen, Valerie Bertinelli as <laughs> the triangle.
0: Uh,
1: oh. All right. Well, um, we will see. Yeah. Um, thank you, Jinx, right. so much for being here. We know how tired, you're, tired you were from oh, the trip.
2: Thanks for talking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, while
0: well, well, I right. nap. Well, I can't wait, I can't wait to, to see how the season
1: wraps up. Yeah. Me too.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, Our
1: big let's season finale next week. Let's toast.
0: Yeah.
1: Let's get out of here.
0: Oh, let's yeah. Let's let the, let's let a let the people too. go. We're gonna to toast to John Larroquette. Ah, John Larroquette. Oh, his episode
1: to six, John.
0: Salvaging performance. Well, he tried his best.
2: His facial expressions. His
0: tallness. All of that. Yeah. yeah. Here's to John Larroquette's height. To John
3: Larroquette.